we're gonna make this mad quick because this is coming out mad late maybe like three weeks later so but um dragon ball super chapter 74 vegeta against granola i'm just gonna give you my three positives and not really negatives i mean it's just i guess the only thing you can say is that it makes granola's character seem far less um Of, of someone who's had battle experience. Because, I mean, to this point, we kind of had the idea this guy was at least, you know, like, I would say, outside of saying, is pretty experienced. But he seems to be somebody that just, like, does not train. Pretty much just kills, like, a hitman. Um, kind of like Hitman, actually. <laughs> pretty much just like Hit. Hit, hit never trained. And the second he trained, he got stronger. Uh, that's what it seems like here. So... I mean, I don't know if they really asserted that much that this was a guy that was a active warrior versus just being someone who was who had killer instinct and you know kind of was just stronger than a lot of people had a lot of um, uh, formal knowledge like you know the, the focus points to knock somebody down the the dead shot shout out to the Suicide Squad uh, all that stuff that kind of went along with his kit. He wasn't necessarily a, a fighter. And now he's going against the best fighters in the world. And it's <laughs> kind of going against him, right? But, I mean, they turned into something good. Because, I mean, Vegeta, Vegeta's primary, like, kind of, I guess, advantage to this point against, even in the L's, has been battle experience. It was used as a triumphant moment against Rose Goku Black. It was used to kind of set a, a kind of a line of, I don't know, um pride uh when he was going against hit him being this you know as they put it bloodthirsty warrior has made vegeta and he's kind of had to put that down multiple times to become this good-natured uh z warrior essentially but whenever it's let go like you know maja vegeta uh against kaba he kind of releases that raw primal rage it's usually very good to read so my three takeaways, first one probably be Vegeta is appearing to be written in the best that he's been written in a long time. In a long time, uh, I don't think he'll get the kill on Granola because I think they want a larger villain than Granola in his art. But he looks like he could easily do it without being held back by any kind of more restrictions or you know this is what's good and this is what's not good type of thing. I think he just, he would just, he's just Vegeta. To me, he appears to have finally tapped in to that, that raw Vegeta saying nature that Beerus was kind of referencing. And it's made for the best Vegeta we've gotten. Um, second takeaway, I, I think it's very good writing right now. I mean, just kind of reference the dialogue again. It's very good writing in this, in this arc. Uh, dialogue's been great. Uh, fights have not just been key blast, key blast, key blast. Um, battle experience and martial arts ability has been important. Um, maneuverability has been important. It's, this feels like a good kind of bridge between, I think, because I don't think this is going to be like a massive arc, right? But I think this is going to be a good bridge between the moral arc, which has pretty much been the, I think it was the first non- anime arc so this whole manga continuity which i think will 
be the face of going forward. Like it pretty much goes from the anime, which was the leader of the movement of this the story to manga until we get the anime back, which may be 2022 or something like that. I think that this is going to be the way things go. And it's nice to see kind of the way this has gone. Uh, it's been interesting to say the very least, but I think this is kind of like a appetizer. And to be that, I mean, we're, I think the pacing is solid. Some people, I know there's actually been some interview where the pacing was actually talked about recently uh and i think it wasn't a good light but i think the pacing of this arc has been pretty good so i mean it's not like there's much for us to see mui has become a recurrent theme i think i think the mui writing may be you know you can question that a little bit it's still not mastered even though it's supposed to be mastered ultra instinct uh (laughs) so that's not fun uh it's actually a situation where for for whatever reason it's matched up interesting where he moves out thinking and he still gets snuck up on, which shouldn't even be possible based on the description of that, that thing alone. Um, but the Vegeta has been writing, the, the, tra- the, the Vegeta writing has been good. The transformation writing has been solid. Not too much of, too, you know, too many new transformations. Although, I mean, we... People, people's c- concern, I think, is that this new transformation invalidates SSBE... SSBE is pretty much the perfect blue in the manga. Like, I don't think he used SSB. I could be wrong about that. But if he did use SSBE in the manga, it's pretty much the same thing as the perfect blue that Goku displayed against, uh, I think it was uh, Merge Zamasu. It's, it's the same thing. So it's like, I don't really know, like, what's the value of that transformation to Toyotaru's uh, continuity, but... Yeah, I guess you could say that maybe it invalidates uh, blue, blue evolution, but you know, I mean, blue evolution to me doesn't really seem like a transformation per se. I mean, it's definitely a power boost between the normal blue to this stage, but it's just like I don't. It's like it's like it's like that false Super Saiyan state that Goku went to against Turles. Like that isn't a transformation, but it is a massive power boost. Or like Super Kaioken. That's not a that's not a transformation, but it is a power boost. Super Saiyan Blue Kaioken. That's again a, a transformation to keep on you know referencing the same point. So I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't look at it as a transformation, but I know it was countered you know with UI, which was a new transformation. So I see why people think like that. But I think the writing's been solid. Uh, number three, close up here. Um, I don't really have another takeaway. I mean, like, I really do like this chapter and this arc, but, like, it's pretty to the point. Like, it just, it is. It's good Vegeta writing. It could flop because anything positive Vegeta, as we've seen just, uh, what, this time last year, or this time earlier last year, Vegeta could have good momentum and just goes to immediately. I mean, that's possible. We're pretty much at the same point we were after seeing Vegeta train up with the uh, Yard Rats and then getting shelved again by 73. Uh, 73 Absorb Moro. I mean, like, it's... It's good they're still referencing some old powers, like the fishing power. It's good that stuff just, like, wasn't just one-off stuff that would never come back again, but... It's like, I don't... Who knows at the end of this point? You know, at this point, really, who knows what they're gonna do with Vegeta? We just gotta sit here and wait. So, I mean... It, it feels like I'm not really giving enough credit for this arc, but, like... I think we've seen so much at this point in Dragon Ball Super that, like, the problems isn't their beginning an arc, it's their ending an arc. And they've, I think, failed to properly end an arc in a satisfying way. 
very often. Like, I think that if it wasn't for that, like, Ultra Instinct Avatar Goku and then the the Oop appearance, I think that the last, the previous three chapters before that with the moral art were horrible. Like, just horrendous writing. And then, I mean, I think the t- tournament power ended satisfactorily. Uh, satisfactory, I suppose. I think 17 is kind of popping out from being under, like, rubble was a little bit much but uh, you know whatever uh, <laughs> like they just like it just randomly just popped out like four fighters to Jiren's one when like they should have had a lot less but what can you say um Goku Black you know even the manga's ending wasn't great either but like I think I, I think it feels better than the um did, they did they did a fusion sword too though if I remember correctly I think I also did the, uh, not Fusion Sword, but the Spirit Bomb Sword. I could be incorrect about that, but I think they did that as well. No, no, no. They did, it was Vegito against Fusamasu. And then Vegito, I believe, ran out of time. And then they also ran out of time. Like, they were getting pushed back. And they were about to unfuse. I could probably look this up, but, like, I'm not going to do it. Uh, <laughs> they were about to unfuse. And... Instead of actually infusing because it ran out of time, their ge- genetic material was so linked together, they just became, like, two Mercedes Masus instead. Yeah, something like that. It may, it may have involved the sword, but that wasn't a great ending either, right? And the other two, well, the universe which is seven, that was fine. You know, that wasn't, like, amazing. But, like, I think the problem is that there hasn't been, other than a tournament of power, there has not been an arc that felt like a landmark moment. Either because of it being a transitionary transitionary arc, like Universe Six vs. Universe Seven was a transition arc that was between the movies to Determined Power, the Big Bang, and you know it actually ended up being. I think, I think Goku Black arc. I think the Goku Black arc came after Universe Six vs. Universe Seven. Am I right about that? I, I think so. Yeah, because then they. Because they ended that and they brought uh, old buddy back from that timeline, Zeno, Zeno, and then discussed with Zeno, the two Zenos, and like, okay, let's just do this instead of erasing just random universes. So, boom, yeah, that, that happened. Yeah. The moral arc, like, should have felt, like, bigger than it ended up being, but it, it does introduce a lot of stuff, like, you know, Boo, uh, the Kai and Boo, be, like, still being active. Uh, Oob kind of returning, you know, really returning. Um, a lot of big things happen there, but it's just like, uh, this, I feel like this is going to be a big transition arc, so I, I really don't know. I, I, I just think you got to go with the ride at this point with with, uh, with this series. You just got to keep on going and falling, hoping for the best, and that's what I'm going to do. I had fun reading this, and I've had fun reading this to this point, so I'm going to keep on, keep on. Hope you do the same. Hope you enjoy this. Uh, peace.